The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hey everybody, this is Sarah. And this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Yes, thank you for joining. I almost said it stinks like asshole as I hit record because we're talking about my house because Jamie's Mm -hmm. right now decides to cook what? Uh... It smells like like a maybe bottled fart. Is yeah. he frying a bottled fart? Well, I think Paul Bunyan stopped by boom, <laughs> boom, 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 and walked um, over to our window here yeah, in my basement and, and just, just blew it. Tore ass. Yeah, right, right in into it. the room. Or it's my husband cooking his Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Both yeah. are very similar. Yeah, I just like like what yeah and then i'm like oh i mean they taste actually the way he does it they taste fabulous at the end but the stink is not it's not pleasant no it's like if you just just had your foot in a moist old moon boot <laughs> and then <laughs> stepped five years? on like like horse shit yeah and then it festered yeah. for a couple more years. <laughs> and then you put it back yeah. in the moon boot. <laughs> and then you walked mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. You just walked around Target with your coat on sweating. <laughs> yeah. And then you, and took, then it you took it out. That's, That's what, it what Sarah's like. house smells mm-hmm. like. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad he's eating healthy. He always does, of I know. course. And then he looks at me. It's very much like this episode we're going to do where he looks at me and he says... Girl. He says, oh, because <laughs> he's talking to Java, Java the Hutt. The Hutt. <laughs> uh, and I'll say, um, no thanks, I'm not hungry right now. I even got that Java the Hutt reference. I know. That's, I'm pretty That's proud pretty of good. myself. Uh, how was your week? Um, I, I'm currently still living, so I guess okay. Well, great. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. I mean, terrible, but okay. Okay. Terrible, <laughs> terrible things for asking. Yeah, exactly. It's a terrible things for asking. Um, good. I celebrated my 12 year anniversary. It seems like yesterday. With that fucker you at your well. I know. It does seem like yesterday. Yeah. I almost can't believe it. And even though this year felt like an eternity, <laughs> God did. it really. Uh, does fly by when you're like, oh my God, we've been married for 12 years. We've been together for 17 years. Maybe that's why you just despise each other. Is that why it feels like an eternity? Yeah. (laughs) That's a long time. That's really gross and a long time. But we do. Are you making that your glitter? Uh, That's going to be my glitter in the shitter. We can just go right to that. Yep. I'll just take that over. I'm. Real proud that I made it 12 years, and uh, marriage is rough. It I'm certainly gonna, is. I'm going to bring the room down for a minute. Why not? Even when you don't want to kill your spouse. Right. It's really hard to like someone <laughs> all oh, the time. Well, like of the 24 hours yeah. in the day, you want it to yeah. kill them. Yeah. Like with your hands involved, yeah. like yeah. hands on. Mm-hmm. Just beating. Yeah. And a frying And then pan. there might be yeah. some sort of like half a second where you're like, oh, mm, you look kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never really wanted to murder him, but I did dislike him sometimes. And he did dislike me sometimes. He does. You know, that's the hard thing about marriage. It's like you, you always love each other. And sometimes it's hard being married. And we did it. Yeah, you did. Good job. Yeah. There's you're right like there's it's a roller coaster. It ebbs. Your love ebbs and flows. It sure does. And you just got to stick it out yeah. so that you can party one night a year on your anniversary. And then you realize I have to party with this dick. Yeah, and then you're like, "Oh, oh god, I'm going to have to do it now." Oh. Ugh. Oh, that's where you have the foot. 
the foot that's been festering <laughs> in the moon boot, you just rip you that take foot out. the moon boot off and you're like, yeah. sorry, oh. is that me? <laughs> Oh, I better sleep down in the yeah, doghouse outside. I go downstairs and sleep. Jesus, I got sorry. that foot, you know. <laughs> but then your husband would probably be a foot freak. Yeah, he'd be like, I love that smell. I love stank foot. Yeah. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> um. So that's mine. Uh, mine is someone who maybe also has a stink foot fetish pedro pascal (laughs) (laughs) i just this week he's been giving me joy he if you don't know he was on game of thrones Mm -mm. um he was killed by the mountain in a horrific way spoiler alert i guess a mountain the mountain um if you haven't watched it i mean come on and um, he was he's in This Is Us. He's I mean, <laughs> the last of us. <laughs> he wasn't in This Is Us. What was the dad's name that could be Milo Ventimiglia or whatever? Ventimiglia. Yeah. Um, no, he's in The Last of Us on HBO. He is the Mandalorian <laughs> for us. science nerds. He was <laughs> Mandy Moore's father. Yeah. This is us. No. So, uh, Star Wars nerds. God. Um, and well, all sorts of other fun things. He was just on Saturday Night Live and he's a delight. He likes to dance. His Instagram is wonderful. He's funny. I should follow him on Instagram. I do think he's cute. I was just shocked to find out when you told me he's my age. Yeah. I thought he was 55. No. I did. I'm sorry. And I am now alarmed that maybe I look like I'm 46. Well, I mean, you're not passing for 14. (laughs) This This is not passable. I no. just wanted to look 25 forever. And well, have your mortician put on the 25. <laughs> <mask>. <laughs> tape it, tape it and cut it and tape it when you die. This is a real, yeah. a realization for me. Yeah. And well, that, but this, I mean, I do foolish. find him handsome. I know. I just thought he was much older. I was shocked when you told me he was 47. I know. Yeah. I just thought I found his energy older, too. Well, maybe he's mature. <laughs> he's mature for his age. I can't believe we like him. That I know. Jeez. We've never been attracted to mature. No kidding. Mature. No. No. Um, we also have some Patreons to thank. And what? another listener to thank. First, let's thank Amanda Carpenter for sending us the greatest gift box. <sighs> Amanda? Um, yeah, it was kind of a rough week. And Amanda sending this, it made us so happy. She made little lap blankets i'm not even kidding you that are adorable say that these this is made with love yeah and care and it's gorgeous and it's the perfect lap blanket for sarah's fucking freezing cold basement no um and this one she is this crocheting yeah Yeah, i think knitting i don't know one of them it's one of it's just it's absolutely something lovely. that you do with yarn yeah. and twisted around such and sticks yeah. and it's mine the one that i have on my lap right now says gunt life yes and mine is iath and sarah's is our logo oh, no. iath love it and they're gorgeous and then she also gave us some really a thing for randy that's yes. cute and coasters and pencils coasters and, and pencils stickers and moira shit um yeah. i mean moira rose yes. from shit's green <laughs> moira, hi i'm it's, moira shit i'm moira shit um moira rose <laughs> stickers <laughs> moira, shit. i was like shit's creek um f- so i'm gonna put that in my hard hat yeah at the deodorant factory and then she gave us some funny post-it notes mm-hmm, that are good that say feeling astastic and what a shit show yeah i mean that's my life so thank you so much amanda carpenter i i literally did cry like yeah she did i got misty eyed and thanks to these two patrons that can go and listen to our uh 
our Patreons, our special drunken yeah, episodes of Patreon just for you, like we saying Peter Porco's yep and TV show and the Nut Bar Spectacular. Yeah. Yep. Um, you can listen to those as well as others. Our podcast on Bell Gunnis and oh, that yeah, crazy bitch. We did that. Um, I'll You're a crazy, crazy one. bitch. Um, Aaron Kelly, thank you for joining. Oh, thanks, Aaron. So much. We appreciate you immensely. And Rachel Sincere, who's hilarious and Rachel, wonderful. Yes, she did. She forget book club this. Probably, I don't. A few was of them that did. Her or was that Amanda? But yeah, Beers? you can join. I can't remember. Amanda, I think, oh, it was too. Amanda. Um, she yeah. So speaking of book club, we had our second book club on Tuesday night last Tuesday, and it was super fun. And we ended up laughing and just shooting the shit with each other for a while. And we're gonna do it again next month. So if you are a member of our It's Always the Husband podcast group, you can just search up book club and you'll find the posts on it. Um, we are reading this month. The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. Yes, it's good. I love it so far. I am excited because and I it's a British mystery, and I just can't. And even you get love that. I love them. I picked it so I didn't want it to yeah. be bad. And then when no. someone looked it up and it got like geriatric tags, I love I thought, the geriatric. Oh, okay, okay, good. Well, no, yeah, they're great I do too. characters. Okay, great. Good. Um, but there's also a non-geriatric character. Oh, there is. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's like Pedro Pascal's age, and you think he's no, 55? she's young. She's oh, okay, okay, good. Um, Wait, good for her. But I'll take 20. Pedro Pascal at any I know, age. I know. I mean, maybe not like. I'm sorry. 70. Yeah, I can't believe. I just am shocked. Okay. Um, uh, thank you for the reviews and ratings. We can use all we can get. So if we get, we're trying to get to 500. How many Apple, did you count them all? How many do we have? I think have? we're at like 450. So if we can get 50 more. Come on, 50 of I you know. fuckers. Just write us some reviews. <laughs> Go to iTunes and hit the five star. I'm sure many hate us. Don't review. But the ones that do, do Don't review. review us if you no. hate us. But if you love us. but And we did keep them coming. look for the May issue of the Minnesota Women's Press. I know everyone has a subscription. <laughs> But thanks to our Facebook yeah. group and Instagram, we, we won, won Minnesota's it. favorite podcast. Yes. So we were runners up to a very dignified podcast yeah. last year. And we a religious that, yeah, one. We Kristen beat that shit. <laughs> we beat that shit into the ground and pissed on it and won. Yeah. Suck it, Churchy LaFemme. <laughs> we won. Fair and square. Yeah. That's right. So that's good news. Well, thank you, dear, yeah. dear listeners. Um, did we you watch do it for the Oscars? Uh, no. I didn't either. I just watched. I watched it on Twitter so I could just like look every 10 minutes and then they just send you a video of who won and like the beginning of their speech. I didn't even care about their speeches. No. I'm like, just take it and run. No. Just give a fart sound and run off the <laughs> stage or run and fall down and then yeah. go, money. <laughs> something to entertain us Money! yeah we just needed something yeah not a boring great. speech yeah or somehow it just trip and your whole dress falls off remember <laughs> and you have just like a bush Jennifer, the size of text Jennifer Lawrence tripped. Yeah. she tripped up the stage yeah. uh, um, i think because she was hammered yeah for sure good for her i we disagreed on best dress we did because i said emily blunt was my number one and i liked hers but i and thought the white washed her out it looked but like i thought a tube. she looked and it <laughs> did go, look like a tube that tube it's and a tube dress i just love that look yeah i just I look mean, really she, plain and yeah she can pull like, it off tailored yes look. Yeah. she was and your favorite um i liked oh angela bassett i guess could be a tie yeah that her, purple one yeah that mm -hmm. dress is perfect for her yeah and i like jamie lee curtis and i'm glad she won yeah. but i also kind of wish angela bassett had won really? i feel like she deserves an oscar i mean she's excellent every time she acts she acts her balls off <laughs> and i think she's only been nominated twice what for is, tina turner which she should have won yeah. And then for Wakanda Forever, a Marvel movie. And think of how many movies she's just kicked ass in. That's what ignored. she was nominated for this year? Yes. Wakanda. Oh, I didn't even know that came out. I know. Jesus. Um, 
but I, I just, I don't know. I was torn because I really like Jamie Lee Curtis too. But I feel like Angela Bassett yeah. earned that shit. Um, so I liked her a lot. And Cara Delevingne, I liked her mm-hmm. red. I thought she looked wonderful. That was really good. Um, and I always like Jody Turner Smith at the Vanity Fair party i haven't come across that one yet i've never seen anything hmm. like it but it's just i just everything she does i think yeah. that was golden and wonderful like zendaya <laughs> i like everything too. she does i know but then when great. you're a size yeah thir- triple zero everything looks good you look you. great and everything mm-hmm. when i'm a size add like a lot of zeros in them but a whole lot of actual number yeah like one and above before that yeah size Mm -hmm. says paul bunyan well (laughs) young lady you're in for a treat we just got several paul bunyan slacks in they all have elastic waistline we got plenty of fabric for plenty of fabric plenty we bought out the fabric at the parachute warehouse <laughs> and then over there is Java working the counter, going, Yeah, body <laughs> You're like, I don't have my coupon. <laughs> I'm digging, I'm looking for my coupon. Just wait. <laughs> That's where I buy my pants. Oh, God. So I don't look like these ladies. No, oh, no. and it was Eva Longoria. Did you see her boob? No, I, still I loved her dress. See it. I might actually like that. I just, it was amazing. Eva but one boob was at Disney World and one boob was at Disneyland. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm looking it up right now. <sighs> um Eva Longoria yeah. makes comfort glamorous no there was no comfort in that dress that's what this says i don't understand that she had to be taped within her life Uh in the tape one tape was down in the hell and one tape was was up with the angels oh i see that now well you know what good for her because women's breasts are fucking different sizes well yeah i i I like that her in that dress anyway yeah she Great. looks better than. Can you imagine me in oh that thing? Oh my god, mine would oh, be. Oh, it was. I would walk out on stage and there would be like screams, like <laughs> coming from the audience, and people would be going like, "Good God!" What was she? The fire thinking? alarm would be going yeah. off. The sprinklers it would just be people yeah. screaming and yeah. crying for the exits. <laughs> say, "Oh, I just tried a little bit something different." <laughs> did a spectacular job and actually tried to be fashionable even the ones that i I did not like jamie lee curtis's look i mean but i thought it was fine actually i didn't hate it Mm -hmm. i didn't like the boning thing on the outside Mm -hmm. but she still i thought looked wonderful i mean you know for her you know yes because she's not gonna wear like the. she looks amazing yeah like v-neck to her waist like everyone else she's gonna dress like yeah we dress i mean yeah yeah, that she wasn't even one of my favorites and she's still uh, it's still fantastic so i think everyone really i thought everyone did did a great job there was nothing real fucked up or weird i loved it they all really tried and looked nice yeah um anyway we're gonna we watched a dateline called the last dance and at first i was like how are we gonna do this how is this funny because i thought it was kind of sad i did too and i felt bad and then the part came and then yeah and i went we got some oh this is where yeah. it's at so i can't wait for you to hear we, all about we definitely these goddamn been, assholes yeah. um till death do with do with do us part, part uh-huh. recommended this as mm-hmm. well um which is oh, a this wonderful is the, podcast they yes. are the one who told us about okay and so i thought yeah, okay. we didn't have we didn't have one up the chute ready to go. We didn't. So. No. Uh, this was in 2013, as in all our episodes as of late, it seems. I know. There's not even one new... I, I can't sing blurred lines no. anymore. It's um, all that happened in 2013. The but, twerking, that's it. 
Yes. Um, that movie, Ergo, Ben Affleck, remember he was the director route and getting all that attention for that. And that disappeared pretty quickly, I yeah. think. Did you watch it? I never saw Argo. I heard. Hmm. I mean, I heard it was very good. I don't know why I just didn't ever see it. But now I feel like he does. He doesn't have that clout anymore. Paul Walker died. That was this I year. Mean, yes, mm. that was sad. Um, really sad. God and horrifying. Mm-hmm. Sharknado came out. I mean, you got it for me for my yep. birthday or whatever I, so it was. That seems like. I guess that does seem. But they made like six more almost yeah. like immediately after. Then they made eight penis yes. octopus versus against <laughs> Debbie Gibson. Yes. Yeah. And Debbie Gibson was in eight penis octopus yeah. versus M- Mega Shark. Yes. I um, think that's the one you gave yes, me was Mega Shark. I did give you that. It was Mega Shark or, versus something because Debbie Sharknado Gibson was in it. or something. I, no, yeah. Sharknado. No. I don't know. Okay. I could have, but. I gave you like an eight penis shark versus a yeah. titted octopus. Yeah, I have it. I'm going to yeah. go look. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. Um, Anne Hathaway won an Oscar. Speaking of Oscars and people were thought she was being uppity and real shoo shoo. What did she win? It she for? won Les for, Mis? yeah, Les Mis, mm. which she did like bust her balls for that. Yeah. She had to lose. Like she was like, she already weighed 100 pounds. So and lost, like, thin. 30 pounds, I know. And then cut all her hair poor. off. I know. Um, you should win automatically if you have to like GI Jane your hair. I think so too. That's like an automatic that's win. Yeah, but then they have good wigs. They don't have Twilight they do. wigs. They no. have good wigs. <laughs> they if have... they're buying them for themselves, Jasper. I know they are not. Yeah. Oh, Twilight and your wig budget. All right, so let's learn about this couple here. We're going to Memphis, Tennessee. Or a town a little side outside. It's called Charmin Town. Ch- Charmin Town. German Town. And I thought you said Charmin no, Town. Charmin okay. Town. That's how you say it. Charmin Town. Um, okay. And there's a lady named Heather Jones. And I believe that she moved up to Tennessee from Florida. Mm. So her family was living in Florida. Um, maybe they had as a pet. Uh, flipper that's that dolphin that talked and such oh maybe they did and they lived like on a houseboat and flipper would bring them like Coors Light <laughs> <laughs> and then they decided to move to Tennessee and that's a mm. buzzkill moving from flipper to Tennessee no um, but they were closer to family in fact cousin her cousin Diane is in this episode and lets us know about her I liked Diane I did too I liked yeah. Diane she said that Heather was fun growing up with because she had a great attitude and was, you know, nice and a lot of kind things. They literally do say she lit up a room. Yeah. They, yeah. Honest to God, literally said it. And I was like, oh, you can't get much more dateline than that. Uh, They do um, already introduce that she, when she went to college, she went to a college party and there was a guy there that was fascinating her and dazzling her. They said with his knowledge of wine, and knowledge of the world. Right away, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go take a diarrhea. And then I would run and leave. That I don't know if I would want to talk at like 19 about some guy talking to me about wine. That was my big shock, too. Like, too young to yeah. talk about knowing anything about wine. Well, like, I'm drinking Boone's Farm That's out of a dirty bottle. I don't know about wine. A hundred percent. I mean, how many times did I fucking get smashed fall off my couch yeah. while grasping my bottle of strawberry hill <laughs> everybody I, I can't even count no and then this guy is what talking about what yeah At, I like mean, three bucks to- oh yeah. charles and then so you go good. to ralph's and you put all of the cheapest booze in your cart you swish it around yeah. and you sniff it um in the knowledge of the world i again i, I had no interest in anything political or no. any of that which is dumb if I, I you admit. couldn't talk about wanye boys to men or we talked about marlena and days of our lives D- marlena atlantis morissette and yeah jim I, carrey i don't know I, yeah i didn't even want to talk to you then no um <laughs> you don't want to talk about any of this shit no. but anyway heather goes goo goo gaga over this guy um and his name is chris jones 
and this is 1999. So this party. Mm -hmm. So just buzzkill. Yeah. And this guy, this fucker, had skin that was toilet paper white. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, toilet paper white. Mm -hmm. He had the ginger, white ginger hair. Mm -hmm. So like that group man but with the dark shark eyes the black shark eyes like i wrote alex murtaugh skinny alex murtaugh that's what he looks like like the ginger with the dark dark soulless eyes Mm -hmm. and no offense to anyone guys but that's just they have no soul if you love a ginger with dark soulless eyes we're not talking about your ginger no no it's skin like as white as like paper I thought you were good. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that White ginger hair and black egg. eyes and then just skinny. And I thought, and then he's talking about wine. He's talking about world events at a, at a booze hound party in 1999 yes. where everyone is like in their gross sweatpants and shitting themselves. This drinking booze. Although I did see fit in. one picture of him. He had jean overalls on. Oh no. And I thought, hmm. Was it over a jean shirt and under a jean jacket? It was over a Henley. That was like a three-button Henley. But, I mean, did boys wear overalls in the 90s? I mean, unless they were doing in sync reenactment. Yeah, maybe with one shoulder off. off. I don't know. That was an in sync. I thought that was was, girls. I don't know. But he rocked it, I guess. I don't know about this guy. So they move fast. So... Chris and his fascinating soulless self mm-hmm. and Heather who loved guys like this um, got together at 19. Yeah. And moved along pretty quickly within a few weeks. They were already yeah. living together and Diane, the cousin started noticing a difference because these two Heather and Chris ginger started being gamers and they would sit and play i don't know what do you play like um well i thought they were warcraft playing, or something yeah I don't but they know. were also doing gam like online over oh, they were gamblers and not like video gamers and video games i oh. think it was like something weird but they're like sitting for 24 hours yeah and he stays real thin somehow because mm-hmm. i think it's all of the jinkum yeah. he's doing but she they said said gained 250 pounds in in like a year yeah. year and a half yeah. and so she was horrified i yeah. think when she finally realized what had been happening because such a short amount of time she gained and she had had two children i think they're counting like she had had two children right away and i think she was pregnant for no i think she gained the weight and then had her kids oh that's right because they got married after that. she that's even right. gained more weight oh, after that's she right. had her yes. kids yeah um so she was getting some depression because of how quickly she gained this weight. And they Dateline keeps saying about her, which I don't like this phrase, but they're like, she tipped the scale at yeah. six fifty or whatever, you know. And it's like, don't say tip the scales. No. Like you just can say weighed. Because tip the scales means you've stood on the scale and, and it, it just shattered. Yes. I mean, come on. And that is inappropriate. No. Um, so she's having a lot of difficulty accepting like her fast weight gain and it just led to this depression. But Chris seemed to really just have, um, I guess a super boner over her curves. No matter what she weighed, he He was hundred percent there for her. Loved her, loved it. They got married. Um, his love stayed very strong and this is where we see her friend melissa i believe it is melissa smith and she had the tits shirt do you know that shirt i'm talking about it was like a t like a cross over the boob and then it was see-through and then yes it was the the tips were see-through lace but then there was one stripe between the tits yes it was so weird i'll have to try to take a picture of thunderdome with tina turner (laughs) and she was gonna fight yeah and she wanted to distract with having her tits out. Yeah. Because it was like a harness of it some was sort. A, little, a tits harness. Like American Ninja Warrior outfit. What was that? When we were little and they beat each other, those 
warriors that were like wrestlers the boxer ring but no oh, they like I played see. dumb games kind of like like they had sticks with the big like you know what i'm talking about like pillows on the end and they would be oh american oh, gladiators yes. that's oh, what it's yes. called god, god damn it I, i'm yes. sorry if you were screaming i, I couldn't get well, the I words out thinking like a toy yes oh. no that's what it was like like sh- it was her american gladiators oh, yeah. uniform yeah but I'm also kind of like of steampunk yeah. westerner and it was purple i don't know um, but there was a, t- it was a tit shirt, mm-hmm. see-through tit shirt. So they're married, Heather and Chris. Chris is just being very romantic and being there for her and supporting her. Um, Chris stayed home and took care of their kids. And Heather went back to college. She had to go part-time, but she finally got a degree. And when How she graduated money during this if i don't know because they were gaming and, and stuff was, um that that's how they were i think they struggled with <laughs> god money. i can't imagine i think that okay. was a stressor okay this is where they say when she graduated she finally got her college degree she'd had her kids she'd been married about 10 years mm-hmm. to chris that ginger mm, um here's where they go she black tipped, eyed ginger tipped the scale at 400 pounds and Heather did not want a future being 400 pounds. And mm-hmm. she decided to make a change almost immediately. Mm-hmm. She starts going to, I'm assuming it's Zumba. And they're just saying Latin inspired dance class. Yeah. Maybe they had to pay extra money yes. to say Zumba. It looked like Zumba to it me. It was Zumba. Yeah. Um, we had gone to Zumba. Yeah. I was horrible at Zumba. And it made, gave me terrible anxiety. I used to love the shit out of oh. it. Of course. And it said here in the... Um, closed captions that Gary Cooper was their teacher, but I believe he had passed a long time ago. <laughs> but her name was Carrie Cooper. Yes. And she looked like Susan Powder. Powder. Yes. I didn't hate it, but she did look like Susan Powder, the weight loss lady. I didn't hate it all the time. I really hated it when she tried to comb it too oh, much. Yeah. Like when it was looked like there was a lot of gel and it was like a Kate plus eight. Yes. Oh yeah. That was terrible. There was one time that I was like, ooh, it's yeah. too coiffed. Like yeah. I think it would have maybe been cute if it hadn't been so spiked like yes. too it was weirdly. Yeah. Uh Heather then is going to Gary Cooper's dance Heather! class. Heather <laughs> and Heather leaves her stressful old job. She's Gets a new job, her dream job, which, I mean, you can't falter. Some people don't understand. But her dream job was teaching kindergarten at an elementary school. And to some of us, that sounds like um, our punishment in hell would be teaching kindergarten. But she loved the shit out of it. And her co-teacher was this gorgeous co-teacher. Oh, my God. She was like a model. And... She became friends with everyone at work. She became friends with everyone at her Zumba mm-hmm. class. She has this huge support system of some new girlfriends. Her weight is pour- like pouring off because I think she lost hundreds of pounds she in did. like a year. It just shed it and turned into a different person. And her and Carrie even said, "Like, are you just?" dropping weight like no and she's like i don't know yeah it's just so fun like she just loved to dance doing zumba she did zumba i'm sure she changed you know her some other habits but i think being so happy Mm -hmm. she got a job she liked she was she had confidence in her future of friends like everyone in the dance class was super fun and good friends and they all just like hung out together all the time it was cute Right. It's like us hanging out together, but not exercising. No. God. Cute. No. Yeah. Um, then Heather decides it's April 2013. She's going to go out and try her Zumba moves on Beale Street in Memphis. And I don't know. Do you do Zumba moves at Beale Street? I feel it's more kind of Well, it was bluesy. a Latin inspired dance club, Sarah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. It that. was I didn't know. Not, I didn't know. I didn't pay attention. It was not I thought a country maybe she was bar. going to like a it BB was... King and going <laughs> no. Zumba dance moves. No. But if she did, you know what? Fun. Mm-hmm. 
she dances the night away with her friends and her friends this is where they for say hours. for hours the whole night she's just dancing which i love um and probably just a sweaty mess mm-hmm. she gets home her friends get home this is where i'm like did i don't know were they really close friends or were they just kind of like i don't know because they didn't talk to her at all for three days or yeah anything so i'm wondering if they really were friend friends (laughs) or if they just now they're we're friends because i'm on tv in our group chat if you don't if you go one day without it right you someone's like are you you dead or why are you being such a one of us is driving Yeah. yeah yeah somewhere um so three days go by they don't hit hear from her School happens. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be at school, and she's normally at school at six thirty, and mm-hmm. school starts at nine. She's like you, yeah. Uh, yes, I like to be very early at my job. I very just early. If my car wasn't there and someone got there, nobody th- would know. No one even no. would. Blink they don't know what your eye. car looks They'd like. They'd be like, "She's coming in." Yeah, because and I'm the last, last one. one there, yeah. and the first no. one down. <laughs> <laughs> You're never the first one gone. Um. So her Jessica co-worker started getting worried because the door's, you know, locked and dark. But I mean, sometimes you have to have a pap schmear. I mean, she could have, she was worried though, because she was never gone. But otherwise you're like, oh, they're at the doctor. They forgot to tell me. Or they're taking, you know, you're taking your mental health health snap for a few days. Yeah. <laughs> Staying home and drinking all day because otherwise you'll kill yourself. Yeah. I mean, um, but right away she was kind of worried because she wasn't there in her room or car wasn't there and she never showed up the whole day. And that's when, you know, if you don't have any plans, you never called in a teacher is going <laughs> to, is going to either give plans. They're for sure going to, if they can't call in, they've called somebody to do something like if they're mm-hmm. in the hospital and have, you will be in the hospital with shattered everything and you'll still have to write up sub plans. And yeah. a teacher will do that mid surgery and get it done and get it. And because Lord knows the higher ups won't step in and say, yeah. let me help you no. out. No. So this was concerning because that's not what you do. For Mm-mm. a teacher, that was unusual. Jessica, was it that went to her house even? after? Was it after work or did she call Diane? It was one of her friends, I think, that... Um, went to her house or was it... Went to her house. Cousin. Yeah, maybe it was Diane. So Diane okay. goes to her house, ringing the doorbell. No one's answering but her car is there and Diane's thinking, well, she might just be, Oh, I think maybe it was like Melissa Smith, the boobs, Titch's boobs shirt. Um, and she just thought she could just be sick, whatever, you know, it happens where you're sleep. She's taking a nap because she, her car is here. What did she walk away with a bindle and <laughs> hop a train? Right. Um, but she calls her mom just in case, like what if she, you know, is really, really sick, you mm-hmm. know, shitting on the toilet, right. needs help needs fluids her mom comes with a key and they don't say anything else they just say then the police were there so they must have called the police at the same time but then they would maybe they came at the same time because the police went in and detective tony kemp who really had some kind of a strong accent you know and he did a lot of like photo ops for the dateline people he did like he would be like, i think everybody did look at me i'm standing yeah. in the snow right and i'm just staring down at this leaf thinking about something yeah. <laughs> i thought it was so weird yeah. okay um he sees nothing in the house he just says i didn't see no weapons i didn't see any blood i didn't see nothing Except her car is there. And then she said she had to have gone on foot. Or maybe she made contact with somebody. It's like, okay, yeah, all right. Well, she's not here. Clipping's Uh, so boring, I know. He was boring and he was a slow talker. Yeah. The town finds out she's missing. Gary Cooper, dance instructor who is also a police officer comes and, uh, and then they show a picture of her as police officer and she, she looked like tan mom yeah she was tan mom in a police they were like no i, I just enjoy tanning <laughs> whatever tan mom says i like to be tan yeah they were just like she's gonna do her own detective work and then they're like surprise she's a, she's cop. a cop yeah well good and I mean, a zumba instructor yes. but she 
sets up a search. Yeah. And this is where they show all the friends hysterical. Yeah, that part was sad. But they were like, you think you step on a, and you hope it's a stick, but it might be her gross shattered thigh bone. I know. Why would you say that? I don't know. (laughs) It's like, come on. I thought I was stepping on a pudding, but it was really her expelled bowels. Oh, my God. I mean, the poor thing. No. and Yeah. Just don't. I don't want you to think of your friend as just scattered all over in bits. The Zumba lady was like, you guys, you know we might find her. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Mm, I know. And that would be, yeah. But I, think I mean, it's but so it's so tra- horrible. Yeah. Horrible. You I don't know. ever want to be the I one mean, who finds it. I mean, they were just it. traumatized. God. But also, it's like, you don't really have to keep, I don't know. Um, Chris Jones, the husband now, his wife's been missing this whole time. And where's he been? He hadn't seen nothing. He was not Goodness. looking. Um, I su- I think I think they said he went on TV and did a little like I just want my children to have their mother back, that kind of a thing. Yeah, um, and cried probably, but I'm sure it did nothing. The police station pulls him in. Um, it said the afternoon Heather disappeared, but it, again it said, but I guess because her friends didn't see her she wasn't necessarily disappeared at that time. So she must have been the day before she was supposed to go teach. Mm -hmm. So maybe it was like a Sunday and that, well, whenever she, so no, it must've been that day because they didn't know she was gone. So once they found out she was gone, long story short, I'm trying to figure out what the the fuck are you saying? So this must've been when she didn't show up for work. Police pull Chris. Yes. Into an interview him. And he is sitting there with cross legs in a skin tight t-shirt but it's a woman's small <laughs> yes and his shark dark shark eyes yeah and he's just saying oh man i've been up all night i've been up all night but why would he have been up all night like did he didn't tell any of his stories yet but i'd be like well wh- oh this must yeah have been the day after trying like, to figure out when they finally interviewed him well i just got this email yeah then he just says well n- he I was does worried admit because I got this that he saw her the night of, but he doesn't really say much this interview. Yeah, but he says, "But I did get a weird email." Yeah, that said like, and they're like, "Well, thanks for sharing." What the fuck? Yeah, have you been maybe you should have been doing that hours. right away. Yeah, and the email just says, "Come get Ava. I cannot face everyone with this. Please forgive me. It's too much." Please raise them to remember me as their loving mommy. I mean, a woman wouldn't. I feel like no. But this is the email he says he gets from her. And the police are pretty much like, well, aren't you concerned? Why didn't you do anything? Like he wasn't going to do anything about it. But he turns it in. And then the police (laughs) say just she must have given thrown in the old towel. I mean, just use a different phrase for depression and suicidal thoughts than throwing in the towel he <laughs> she died by throwing in the well, towel because he was just like oh, what did I know. happen but um chris is pushing this like she's depressed but then her friends are like are you shitting me she's just lost like 300 pounds she looks yeah. better than ever she yeah. has a new job that she loves and she's doing great and she's super she proud of herself. She has friends and yeah, she's like, having fun. Yeah. Then there's a video of her doing Zumba. And I'm like, oh, God, if I ever... D- please don't ever put a video of me doing Zumba on oh my, my God, she, lo- she loved it. She looked it. good. But my God, I would die if it was she me. She was totally into it. It was so cute. Well, she must have been. She yeah. burned about a thousand calories a minute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> doing that shit. She just got into shape in like mm-hmm. two seconds. Mm-hmm. Her friends and family start searching for Heather all over town they're putting up flyers do flyers even really work Mm, i don't know i I don't know actually either and they're they're just looking doing the search parties they're you know calling this and that and the police want to know a bit more about her husband the friends are all in they're even describing her as not depressed as chris is describing it yeah and as a butterfly quote coming out of her shell (laughs) i mean the metaphors with this bunch were not great no lit up a room and butterfly butterfly coming out of its shell 
It's a cocoon, a you butterfly stupid fuckers. Hatching out of its egg. <laughs> Idiots. But I mean they don't know. No. Um the police realized that in the past year, the most massive change to the marriage was Heather's extremely dramatic physical change. Mm-hmm. This did put a bit of a strain on the marriage, which we'll find, but just her doing a lot of working out, changing her job, having all these new friends, having going here and there with different mm-hmm. people. The police are wondering, did, is Chris feeling like he doesn't fit in anymore? Is Heather realizing she has this new life with new mm-hmm. friends and now she's thin and not, you know, 400 pounds. She's not doing this gaming with Chris. She's prettier than she's ever been and healthier and feeling good. And is Chris just part of her old life? Mm-hmm. Friends say that, in fact, she moved out. She moved out of the house mm-hmm. in January of 2013. She disappeared in April of 2013 and the friends described it as ninja style with Chris not being And informed. her cousin was laughing. She's yeah. like, we call it the ninja style. So like, it's like she what? ran for her life with her meager um, possessions. That doesn't sound like I you know. should laugh about something. If you have to sneak yeah. out of your house, this is domestic abuse <laughs> situation. Here's <laughs> situation. Like, ninja? The, she could have used a bit of a hand, maybe, right. previously. Like, she could have used some hell? help and not have to throw her body out her window in the middle la- of the night with three things. Laughing. I know. I know. Give the woman some help. I don't get it, but she whatever. She gets a rental house. Here they say her friends and family helped her move in, but then she was happy with... Oh, finally. So she didn't yeah. have to dress in well, black and put a bandana yeah. on and, yeah, use a shooting star or a throwing star to get out of her freaking no kidding. window. And, like, shoot a rope yeah, to a tree a rope and, go, and scale yeah. out. She moves in. She's super happy. She's telling people at work like she has nothing, but she has a crock pot and a mattress and her brown boots. So she's happy. Hmm. So she's free. She's feeling Mm -hmm. like she's free. Her life is totally under her control now where she feels confident in her appearance and in her job. But Chris said to the police, after nine years of marriage, these differences were making him feel nervous. He was super shocked when she yeah. filed for divorce because he was like, what? Everything has been going absolutely just fine. Why would you file for a divorce? And you're like, no. He said I, he didn't see it coming. He was trying to patch things up with her. He wanted to, he even, there's video of him saying, I just wanted to have a family unit. Yeah. I wanted her back so badly. And Camp, the detective, is asking Chris... What are you trying to do to win her back? And here's where Chris just, they show a video of him and kind of zoom in and he looks so creepy Mm -hmm. and they're showing him from the side where he just looks like the skinny Mm -hmm. mantis or whatever. He just looks just whatever. But he just says, he had this fear that Heather had moved on without him. Mm -hmm. And that's where he turns into this creep and almost like right in front of you. It just is gross. He's saying though, I do think she's seeing someone else. And he tells the police that Heather is giving these sexy mess Facebook messages and texts to a former childhood friend and her former childhood boyfriend from Mm -hmm. Florida. And he says that they're having an affair, that she's been seeing somebody and she's not telling him about it. You know, she's moving on, but he's really upset that she was seeing somebody. The police keep trying to ask him, well, who is it? What's his name? Right. And he's like, well, I just know it's Ed. She never talked to me about Ed. It's just Ed. Well, of course, you know, he's looked at any message she would have sent him at if like, he, how would he know Ed right. and nothing else? Yeah. yeah. You know, then he like, must have well, she looked. just told me, I'm yeah. talking to Ed. Oh, Okay. No, he's been spying right. on her the whole time yes. and looking at everything. So police decide they're going to hunt for this Edward. But what they end up doing is just looking at her Facebook page and seeing who's the Ed that she's right. writing to. And they're like, oh, him. And, and then. Yeah. Oh, God. They and the emails were like. Bleach in yeah. their eyes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> um, 
Edward Rollerson was his name. Yes, yeah, Edward weird. Rollerson. So Edward Rollerson is the gentleman that she knew in childhood. In fact, they had a boyfriend girlfriend kind of middle school type deal. Yeah. I think going on. This is the name that Chris gives them and thinks it's the other man. Police have seen some of their emails and texts, and it's kind of a sweetie and I love you type of thing happening here. He lives, though, 500 miles away. He's in eastern right. Tennessee. It's like, eight hours. Eight yeah. hours. For to drive across the state? Yeah. Hmm. I guess it is skinny and long. <laughs> um, it is. Yeah. So he drives eight hours to Chamontown to be interviewed by the detectives mm-hmm. to find out. And the detectives are like, just because he lives 500 miles away, mean it didn't. He could have still had something to do with the crime. And it's like, well, yeah, he could, he I guess. Could. But yeah. eight hours is a rough yeah, drive. It is. Um, that is a lot. Ed comes in and we see Ed. Um, I wrote, Ed looks like he plays the pan flute. <laughs> like he would have an 80s TV commercial of a eight track pan flute greatest hits. Yes, yes. He has very long hair. <laughs> he looks like yeah, and a goatee. <laughs> weird affliction shirt yeah. it was like, like I think this might be cool if I wear it in my interview yes. on Dateline so I look like a badass pan flutist <laughs> a flautist a flautist a panist <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> oh, he in his interview says right away i love her to death i'd do anything for her if she needed my help disappearing i would have been there and helped her I would do it yeah like we were besties i loved her and then he was like uh-oh she gone yeah maybe oh, i shouldn't have said that she took off she did <laughs> i guess i didn't want to hide her but he tells dateline i think it is that when the police called him he was like outside barbecuing or something. I don't know what was going on, but he answers the phone and said, is your girlfriend there? And he's like, yeah. They're like, where is she? And she's like, she's in the backyard taking a shit or whatever. I'm like, oh, thank God. Heather's okay. And he's like, what? My girlfriend's not Heather. <laughs> he's like, Heather and I aren't oh. girlfriends. Like, we're, and then, so the police realized they were never having an affair. No. Like Chris said, they were just friends. In fact, they hadn't even seen each other face to face for like 20 years. No. Um, so police are super confused. Well, then they do look at the text messages and they see a little... They were flirty with each other. Flirtation. And the guy was like, I guess she kind of sent me something. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Did she send him his... I don't know. He was like... Hopefully he didn't send his wang. I'm a flirtatious person. He was wearing a black embroidered flower shirt. Yeah. With a cross. It was... Yeah, and probably some, like, bedazzling. Yes, I think he was bedazzled. Mm. But overall, he really cared about her. He did. He mentions that Heather called him up not too long um, before she disappeared. So this is the spring of probably in April, probably Mm -hmm. before that, just mentioned that she got separated from her husband, Chris, Mm -hmm. and was very excited. So he thought, oh, good for you. Um then a few days before she disappeared, the police said there was a few sexual, he said sexual Just in nature content. Yes. A few days there was sexual text sent back yeah. and forth or sent to him from Heather. Heather sent Ed, the pan flautist, <laughs> some sexual content <laughs> and some racy stuff about porking. Yeah. Ed was like, oh, all right. Well, uh, okay. I guess I like it. Uh, But still, he had seen her. There was no plans for them to get together. There wasn't any plans for him to drive to help her with anything, is what he said. He did call her the night she disappeared. Yes. And he told police it was a weird phone call because she also had someone else there. He said he heard a man's voice in the Mm -hmm. background of the call. Now, they're still trying to look all over for Heather Jones in her gym. 
checking in with the school as if she's going to go to work after all this, but I don't know. No. Um, Detective Kemp still has her case on the front burner. He's totally convinced Heather is not just walking off with her bindle by herself. No. He's def- she's definitely not with Ed, they're realizing. He goes back to the friends. I'm going to try to figure out what the hell is going on from their friends. The friends who, again, had all this information from the start. So I don't know if this was their first interview or whatever. But they decide to fill the police in that Chris actually was a very scary, psychotic douchebag. Mm -hmm. That he, when they broke up, well, first of all, in the marriage, he was very, very controlling. And when they broke up, he was literally stalking her, Mm -hmm. either sending her presents or showing up unannounced and harassing her her at her house, at gym, at work, wherever she went. He's acting more and more desperate and insane, Mm -hmm. screaming at her to talk to him, um, going to her house at night unannounced and acting completely insane. Right. They're saying... Police put a GPS on his car after they get this interview from the friends to see if he's going to drive around and maybe go to where Heather's, what they think remains are. They call him in for another interview. Chris drives in, but they have the GPS in and they're watching. And by the way, they're talking about Heather crunching and destroying her scale when she steps on it. And these police officers were heavier set folk. Uh, yeah. And they never once mentioned that for the man. Check yourself. Yes. But they're mentioning that she was a heavier set folk. Yeah. That's um, they're watching the car. Chris, for some reason, parks way off at Douchebags R Us. At like and a then, mall. And yeah. they're like, oh, he must be going to get some new cologne. And then or, he just yeah. like bursts into the police station. They're right. like, what the fuck? How did but, you get here? And they're wondering why he's parked nine years away. Yeah. And the police are like, well, fuck that. And they send a dog smelling dog. <laughs> <laughs> unit a cadaver out dog. a cadaver dog unit out to his car parked at yeah. douchebags r us yes and he comes in for the interview and while they're kind of stalling with his interview the dogs are smelling around the car they tell um what uh trying to find out oh they tell who chris oh that they heard from Ed that he was on a call with Heather when they think Chris was there and this was the night she disappeared. So that puts Chris at Heather's house the night she disappeared. Mm-hmm. And Chris says, well, yeah, I did go there and admits that he went there and in fact was there when Ed had called and says, well, I was trying to talk to her and said, I have a very important matter to discuss with you. And she takes his phone call and the police say, well, what were you trying to talk to her about? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, her affair. And Ed though said when he was talking to Heather, Heather said he could hear Chris yelling, I have a life and death situation to talk to you about. And he could hear that in the background. And Ed's like, what the hell is going on? Like, And she's like, yeah. life or death, my yeah. ass. And Ed's all weirded out. Heather hangs up with him. And that's the last he ever hears from her. Mm-hmm. And that's the night she disappears. And it was later that night that Ed got the sexual texts from Heather, kind of out of the blue weird, because he hangs up in this weird fight right. she's and having. then he's like oh. and all of a sudden he's getting these porking texts okay and ed's totally weirded out by that yeah. a little bit like okay whatever we're going this way hardcore now all of a sudden chris they think hmm maybe he wrote that email that suicide email mm-hmm. he wrote it as he was heather to chris to stage something and maybe Chris was even posing as Heather and sending those sexual texts to Ed and they never really say so but I think police did find evidence of this on his computers they they took all they confiscated his computers and they were like something about they uh, said like he was a computer genius of course he could make this work so that's kind of the dumbest have done that though yeah they tell Chris now we think you might have a plan that you made it look like Heather ran off all of a sudden with her boyfriend. Why would you need to do that? Heather happens to be missing. Did you have anything to say about that? 
he's kind of sticking to a story that he doesn't know anything about anything. And then the cadaver dogs call the police with the cadaver dogs and they say, the dogs just spotted on his car. There's corpse smell all over the fucking place. And so the police say, um, now the dogs think there's a cadaver in your goddamn car. It has cadaver smell all over it. The odor of decomposition. Because Chris is like, what's that mean? He, yeah, he goes, what? But that's kind of what, yeah. what we were talking about last week. Yeah. We are like, what does, how are they trying to I smell? Know. Like the person or, but apparently they can smell decaying flesh? And, and must blood because that was blood last week. Like she hasn't decayed at all. That was a fresh But they murder. can smell dead. But huh? they, they're they probably they trained smell to smell that dead. gross dead smell. Yeah. And Chris then he knows, oh shit. Well, I mean, they got me here. Um, Chris tells this terrible story that, yeah, I went and I went and I visited her house. And he starts fake crying. And then I, I tried to take her cell phone and she fell down the stairs and she hit her head all the way down. Conk, bonk, donk, bonk, bonk. And the cops are like, no, she didn't fall down the stairs and bonk her head all the way down. That didn't happen. And Chris said, ah, okay, okay. <laughs> um, Just joking. Uh, yeah. Well, then I uh, guess. I, I killed yeah. her in an accident again and she bonked her head and then I dumped her at the gas station. And they're like, the gas station? And they said, well, now we went back. We looked at all 15 days of the gas station video. We never see you dumping a body at a gas station, the dumbest place no, to do it like, ever. Your car, didn't you, you didn't no. get gas there. Like, you were not ever there. And then Chris goes, okay, I, I guess I just said to a guy, do you want to kill my wife? And they're like, no, stop, stop. The guy's like, stop, stop, stop. This story is going to be the dumbest, stupidest one yeah. yet. Just stop where you are and just say the goddamn truth. And they just tell the him. The guy really yeah. did. He was yeah. just like, uh, no, don't even stare. So then Chris starts like <laughs> tapping his dumber. pocket and points to get a, a pen. Just like, and then he draws where he hid his dead wife that he murdered. Like, you just go from that to be, like, just totally resigned and one second later and just drawing a map where you put the body and of your like, wife. And like, run, I killed her. Yeah, like, oh, I guess I did it. And here she's buried. They police right away go to the spot and they find her body that had been there. And then he had tried to burn her as well. So, of course, this isn't... Well, if it was an accident and she slipped down the stairs, yeah. why wouldn't you call somebody and get help or take her to the hospital? You immediately just drag her if she's even still alive and burn her in a pit? I, d- <laughs> I know. Say, Can it I help you? That doesn't make sense. So you obviously up. killed her. Um, It was... They, I think they still had hope that maybe they would. F- I know. I think they would. They would find her murdered. But I think they were still horrified. All of her friends and family. He gets arrested, charged with first degree murder. Yep. And here, the women or her friends go to court, but then um, one of them says outside, like, "There's a monster inside that hurt our friend, and we want justice." I'm like, well, I think mention her name and, <laughs> and what was yeah, her name yeah again? yeah mention her that she her family also maybe or her children or but anyway um i just was like oh you've mentioned yourself twice in that thing about your dead friend that was murdered horribly chris's story about her dying from an accident till fall is what the defense goes with uh, the whole court which so is so bad dumb. Meanwhile, the prosecutors put all the stuff like all her, the first of all the evidence that they found her burned and strangled. Like that's not what you right. do if someone just falls. No, if your wife falls, yeah. you call nine one one. Yeah, and you get help, and you take her to the hospital, yeah. or you wait till the ambulance gets yeah. there. Yeah, yep. Prosecutors believe that Heather's weight loss scared the shit out of Chris because he preferred her as a bigger gal and her getting thin, he could not control her anymore. Right. And he liked her to feel so poorly about herself that he would say like, well, no one else wants you. He liked her heavier because he would say, look at how heavy you are. No one mm-hmm. would, no one would want you except me. Right. I love you. And then he could completely control her. And he would try to bring her like McDonald's and stuff and make her eat it. Yeah. I mean, 
Come on. No. Showing up at her work with a whole bunch of weird foods. Oh, my God. How embarrassed she must have been. No. And she's like, like, no What the hell? And she's like, I'm trying to lose weight. Can you be supportive? But just like, she's just trying to be healthy. And she actually fucking feels good for once. I don't care how much she weighs. She's probably just so happy to get out of the goddamn house and have some friends who are normal and not weird fucking ginger black eyed no soulless bitch yeah uh, just awful but on 600 my 600 pound life with dr no but. you see that a lot where the spouses yeah when the, the the patient wants to try to lose weight and be more independent the spouse freaks out mm-hmm. and they're ha, they have all these issues now because it was a control situation mm-hmm. and it was all fucked up you know or they have some fetish of the person eating or whatever and it's well they're gonna you can't do that when your spouse is gonna die at 35 right. oh anyway and then he says you the enabler you yeah. the controller you the enabler you to bring in her the 17 egg omelet every hour no um so he gets arrested. Fre- the friends and family are testifying about his behavior. He's trying to keep her heavy. His controlling, his stocking, his showing up at her work, his showing up at the gym. Then they also announced that, of course, Chris has been having an affair the whole time. And how come they didn't go into this at all? They were no, just like, they oh. mentioned it for one second. Yeah, Chris was actually the one having an affair. She wasn't even at all. No, and she wasn't having an affair at all. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, we get to, I think his trial is February of 2015. So a whole almost like two years. And the jury was out for a day, which sh- surprised me because I That's thought longer this is, than like, come Al- on, he showed where the body was. Alec- Alex Murdoch. That, that yeah. only took him like two hours. Like, if he showed you where the body was, he must have put it there. Exactly. So he killed her. What are you confused on? Exactly. So he gets guilty of first degree murder and yes. the count of uh, destroying a abuse corpse. of a corpse yeah what took you so long did they just want to stay overnight in a nice hotel yeah they wanted lunch oh some they, sandwiches and yeah. bag of chips and i guess they could tell that she had been strangled I somehow they, yeah, yeah they had, could tell they that. seemed to be very uh oh. sure of that because they kept talking chris about of course once he gets convicted is interviewed and tells dateline that the police coerced him and the police are like, he came in willingly and he could have left at any time. He wasn't under arrest. Like he's told right. all this. He, he like could have left any time. We didn't coerce him. He just said all, everything and that he had never tried to control Heather once. And it's like, well, come on. Of course you did. You idiot. Uh-huh. The two kids went to cousin, um, Diane, I believe it was. And, I think that's, yeah, that was it. That's Her it. friends just said, hopefully she's still They dance. Dancing. They continue to dance. I know. And they save a space for her on the floor yeah. with her name and some hearts. And they just dance, dance away. around it. Yeah. Oh, no. These little gums. Um, Sorry. Poor thing. You just put all this effort. I mean, I can't even lose 30 pounds. And she busted her ass transforms her whole body and life and mm-hmm. career and then she has her wiener husband destroy it all oh he's a and he fucker. already had was having he already had someone yeah. else and he was ugly oh and he had the two kids they were taken away they were given to her cousin right, right? yeah and she like he lost everything everything a, a total dick wad god sucks um anyway uh if you can leave a review or a rating that would be great that would be great you can please subscribe please share tell your friends um join our facebook group follow us on instagram do all the things yep we would appreciate it we sure would we are grateful for you bye